Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Kedoshim Chamishi, the fifth Aliyah in Parshas Kedoshim. The topic of our Aliyah is the Holy Land. Um, it is running from Perakhov, Pasuk Aleph, to Ches, eight Psokim long. Um, the basic topic of Aliyah is twofold. The first is about the punishment of a person who gives their children to Molech, and the second is the, uh, the punishment of a person who turns to Avois and Yudanim, those who bring back the dead. We're told at the beginning that a person uh, who does, in fact, give their children to Molech, including a Ger, including a convert to Israel, who will give their child to this Molech practice, they will be stoned to death. And Hashem says, I will not only will they be stoned, but I will cut them off. Um, because he has impurified my Migdash and impurified my land and my name. The, and, uh, the, the, and Hashem says, if you do not take the responsibility to, to get rid of him, I will take my time, says Hashem, and I'll get rid of him and his family because they gave to Molech. Then the, the second part of the idea is when a person will seek out an Ov or Yidoni, a person who brings back the dead, in that case, I will give my time to those people and eradicate them. You'll be holy because I am Hashem, your God. Um, that's the Aralia. So a few basic points to ponder. Number one is, what is the point of Aralia? We've heard about Ov and Yidoni, the idea of these future of these future tellers and and people bring back the dead. We just heard it about in the in the previous Aralia. We just heard about about them. Um, in fact, uh, it, it, two Aliyahs back, and we heard about Molech in the previous parsha in Achrimos. We heard the warnings about this. Rashi explains that Aralia is not about warning. We've already been warned about these things. Aralia is about the punishment. The Torah is a system in which, in order for punishment to be meted out, be meted out, you need to have have both a azhara, which is a warning, and a onesh, and a, a punishment. And the Torah is giving us the punishment for these as well, which is why it's repeated over here. It seems to be repetition. It's talking about the punishment. The Racham adds on that really what's being conveyed over here is not just the prohibition on the individual, but also the responsibility of the community to rectify the situation. Here Hashem is making it very clear in no uncertain terms that the community has the responsibility to eradicate from their midst these types of people. Now, why would Hashem punish the family of a person who gives their child to Molech? It says Hashem says he's going to hurt their family, but surely it was just them who did it. Rashi explains when you have such a corruption, you have such an ideological corruption in the family, it is obvious that it's not just that person, the family was hiding them or defending them um, or standing up for them when doing this, and therefore they bear a level of the guilt as well themselves. Um, why does the Molech, this whole business of Molech, actually impurify the sanctuary? Just a reminder, what is Molech again? Molech is where a person gives over their child either to death or to for this practice between the fires that their child is handed over to this Kenat God Molech. Whether it actually happened or not is a matter of debate in the Farshim. Um, but it is worthwhile noting that, uh, as, as mentioned beforehand in Parshas Achremois, that when the excavations were dug up in Carthage in Phoenicia, many urns were found with ashes in them with the inscriptions MLK, not to be confused with Martin Luther King, but um, that refers to Molech, Molech. And uh, in fact, um, it, was, it, it was clear that those were the ashes of children, that was biological material that was burnt. There's the children who are burnt to the sacrifice of Molech. This horrible, horrible, horrible practice in which a child, as Rav Hirsch explains over there, is seen in a certain sense as an interruption or the property of a parent. Um, when Rav Soloveitchik had a correspondence with James Walsh, who was a reverend in Boston for a number of years in the 1950s, and the um, Reverend Walsh asked Rav Soloveitchik, what is the purpose of Pidyon Aben? Rav Soloveitchik just said that, the, that it goes back to the primordial, to that, that episode of the in which Hashem asks Avram Avinu to sacrifice his son, not because Hashem glorifies in child sacrifice, God forbid, actually the opposite. What Hashem was saying is that in the ancient world, when people believed that everything was property, including children, you could do with 
with them what you want. wanted to show Avram, I need you to give the child back to me to show you that it's not really yours. Now I'll give it back to you, but understand that it's not your child. Understand it's not your property. It's not something you can do with. It's a neshama which I've entrusted you with. And now that I've asked for you to give it back to me, I'll give it back to you, and you can start cultivating that child. That's the, whole, the idea of children. Children are not our property. They're our responsibility. And they're a gift from God and our responsibility to be able to look after them and ensure their correct bringing up. That's what's happening over here. If a person gives over their child to Molech, in a certain sense, it's a corruption in their understanding and their perspective on what child raising is meant to be as well. It's a deep undermining of that relationship. Now, why does the sacrifice to Molech impurify the sanctuary? Why is that the case? Rashi says because it causes, or and that Sforna also points out, that it causes the Shekhinah to, re- to retract. When Hashem says, when, when you bring in more of Avodah these powers of Avodah in the land, Hashem says, I, I, you're choosing that over me, I'll retract. I'm not going to be in this relationship if you don't want it. So you are pushing Hashem backwards. Ramban says, and that's why it is that the obligation of getting rid of this person is a communal obligation. That's why that's why the, it says, say Everybody should stone this person because this person needs to be put to death by the community because the entire community has been affected by their choices, by their bad choices. Another question over here in Aliyah is, why is... Kedoshim mentioned again at the end of our Aliyah. It seems like this is the book, for, this is the one of the frames at the beginning of the parasha. Vies Kedoshim, Vies Kedoshim comes back to the first pasuk in our parasha, Kedoshim Tiyu. Why is it over here at this point in time? So Ibn Ezra says that many of the things that we're talking about over here, and we've, if you note how many of these mitzvahs are influences, um, are, are, are from influences from the outside, about the cultures that we are in. And as Jews, we've been in every culture in the world and spent time there and adopted many things from those cultures and many of those things are, are wonderful and fine and many of those things are terrible and corrupting and Hashem is saying when you go through all these different cultures whether it be from Egypt where you used to be or whether it's from Canaan where you are right now or whether it's any of the other diaspora communities that you've been be careful what it is that you adopt because holiness is found in separation in finding who your ideals and acting based on values not based on what you absorb from the outside that's the idea of Kedusha which is expressed over here Finally, what is the order over here in terms of um, all these different uh, d- different ideas? So the Svona points out that there are three different types of impurities. Impurity of the mind, the seed, and of food. The, the, uh, the impurity of the mind is found in Molech and Oven Yidonin. The next Aliyah is going to talk about the impurity of seed, that's immorality. And then there's impurity of food, which is at the end of the Aliyah. So it's talking about the three different levels of impurity which are described over here. The High McDonald and Nitziv points out that if you look at the general the general trajectory over here, we still first have, have Mishkalois, which is um, honest or dishonest measures. And then there are... And there is Molech, which is the sacrifice to this Molech entity, and then there is Arayot, which are the immoral relationships and the punishment for them. Um, the the Hamitava points out that, that that they each of them have their own uniqueness in that when it comes to Mishkalos, to, to weights and measures, it is an ideological problem. I mean, that person doesn't really believe God's in their life, which is why they have to do, do a little cutting of the corners and cheating. Um, but, uh, but, but it's a very prevalent crime, but it's, it, it's, uh, it's ideological, but it does not, not bear a, the sin of impurifying the land. But then when you look at the last this section, which is about arayos, which are immoral, immoral relationships, that can be understood as, as really a hedonistic problem. I mean, you say a person's got an emotional, physical, f- physical type, um, need that they need to fulfill, and they go and do it by breaking boundaries and destroying families by doing it. Um, and um, when doing that, it, it, it's underst- it can be understood more than the ideological. It's, 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 it's less worse than the ideological, but it's, it has a terrible effect on the land. It has an impurifying force on the land. And wedged between those two sections, between the, the Mishkalos of weights and measures and Arayos, which are immoral relationships, is a Molech, which has the worst of both. Molech is a sin which is ideologically based, so it's, it's co- a corruption of the mind, not just simply a person who can't control themselves. 
um, and it is also a uh, it also impurifies the land. So it's sort of seen as trajectory. It's almost like the it goes A C B, where A and A and C are opposites to each other. Um, a, sorry, a, a and B are opposites to each other, and C, which is Molech in the middle, has the worst of both as well. So just exploring different sins, different a- aspects of um, of a person living an unfettered life could look like and the impact it has on their surroundings, their community, and the land of Israel. With this, we conclude. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.